Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit Sessions. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Today I'm coming at you with session number 65, and today's show was really, really, really fun to record. Um, I've got Rocky Heron on the show, and he's not only one of my really, really, really good friends, um, but also a teacher of mine and a mentor of mine and someone that I look up to. And if you can't tell from the show, pretty much anytime Rocky and I hang out, it's always a bit. So we uh, we try to push the envelope with one another. We're always trying to be funny and joking and Uh, We definitely had a really good time recording this show. We talk a lot about what yoga movement means to him right now. I tell him that he's doing yoga wrong. Um, And uh, yeah, he talks about how he looks at biomechanics and how he looks at the body. And it's been really cool to, uh, I've seen it firsthand, one, but also two, just the way that that, that he's begun to export it. Uh, If you haven't seen any of his stuff before, you can find him on both Yoga Glow and Yoga International. And he does a ton of teacher trainings and he's just all around really well-rounded and awesome, solid teacher. Super excited to be having him on the show today. And Rocky, if you're listening, I just think the absolute world of you. The show, of course, would not be possible without your guys' love and support. So if you could please head over to iTunes and leave us a review, it really does make that much of an impact. It lets your friends know about the show. It lets your friends' friends know about the show. It lets your friends' 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 friends know about the show. And it just takes a couple quick minutes. So if you could please head to iTunes and leave us a review, that would be awesome. guys make sure you check out ohm apparel they're a men's movement based apparel company and they really got us covered from everything including like yoga pants and just trousers shorts tops vest hoodies backpacks they really got everything just built for us um i've got a couple things that i love on there one of them is specifically the dharma pants i wear them like at home i wear them on the mat i wear them on the go i wear them at the airport i wear them everywhere because they're the most comfortable pants i've ever worn the other thing I really like about this brand is a lot of their clothes are all eco-friendly and I'm totally down with that. So if you want to go check them out, check them out. And if you use the code Danny15, that's D-A-N-N-I 15, you'll get 15% off on your entire order. So go check out Ohm Apparel. Without further ado, here comes session number 65. Rocky, you're doing yoga wrong. Have I this whole time? This whole time. I don't know. I'm so sorry to break it to you, but you're doing yoga wrong. I've been spreading my fingers. Have I been supposed to keep it? Are they supposed to stay together? That's actually not how you do yoga. Damn it. Can I do a do over? <laughs> Take it from the top? Yeah, you have to go up. You have to go back like way, way back. Okay. One second. Let me just. Okay. I'm there. Okay. I'm starting yoga. I'm walking into my first class. I'm ready to do it right this time. Uh, nope. Nope. You already did it wrong. You Damn already it. did it wrong. <laughs> no, was I, supposed to, I wasn't supposed to walk into, the, into class. Right. Right. You were supposed to levitate into class. Shoot. Well, 
take three or no? Probably it's a two strike. <laughs> <It's> done. <laughs> Can we do this for 30 minutes? <laughs> I always have to remind myself when I have certain people on the show like you, like, okay, you're, you're not just gabbing with your girlfriends, but you, you got to go somewhere with this. <laughs> this is the Girlfriend Gab podcast with Danny Pumplin, right? Well, welcome, to the- girl, welcome to Girlfriend Gab with Rocky and Danny. <laughs> Yo, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> Para hastasa, paras or hastas. Talk about yourselves. Discuss. Discuss. Paras or hastas. Discuss. And why? Erdvas or adas. Discuss. <laughs> oh, gosh. So that's the end of our show today, guys. Yeah. Time flies. Danny, you're doing podcasts wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to talk to you about this for quite a while, but oh, I mean, here we are. So, hi okay. guys, let's pull together. <laughs> uh, for those of you that are just tuning in, this is a Rocky Heron on the show. He's not only one of my good buddies, but also he was a mentor, and he is a part of uh, the Yoga Maze team. And you're just a, you're Rocky Heron in yourself. You've created all this really cool. I'm just blown away by how much stuff that I actually learned from you, not only working on you with you um, hand in hand, but also at the last, you know, the last year of my life, I spent, you know, a decent amount of time with you in LA, just learning movement. And you really, for me, you broke the boundaries as to what I thought yoga was, you know, like I thought yoga was these movements done in a certain way and it was very linear and you really got me to step outside of my box. You really got me to think of like joints in a different way. And like, you know, we were, I mean, I just texted you the other day about weight bearing load and how I was like blown away <laughs> by that book, you know, and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. duh. how and why did you get so nerdy? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, thank you. That's, that's all very, um, you know, wonderful to hear. And, and uh, I think um, it's, it's hard to answer that question. I, I, I think it's just been a natural evolution for me. I've been teaching for the last 13 years and I've, and you started, I, and I'm going to interrupt. You started teaching when you were like 18 or 19. I started practicing when I was 18 and I did my first teacher training when I was 20. Um, so you can do the math. <laughs> I've been teaching for 13 okay. years. Um, Weird, cause you're only 26. Oh shoot. My math is wrong. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, can we start over? <laughs> no, <just kidding>. um, <laughs> I need to make some edits in the, in the post-production. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, I think I've just, I don't, what, one of the things that I love about yoga is there's so many different areas to study and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a restless person by nature and um, my interests tend to bop around and change depending on the season and depending on where I'm at in my life. And um, mm. I think, if I was still teaching in the way that I, you know, used to teach, I think it's probably true for most teachers, I would have grown stagnant and kind of um, plateaued quite, quite a while ago. So I think, you know, there's, I've been fortunate to come across information and also to have my own kind of inner um, hunger motivating me to learn more mm-hmm. um, so that it feels like what I'm teaching now is, is something new Although it's what I was always teaching, I just have greater language and, and context around, you know, what it is we're actually asking our students to do when we teach them um, yoga technology. And um, I think it's, it's, it's really the only way that I've been able to stay engaged and curious and 
uh, motivated to continue on this path is to keep learning more. And uh, that's what I'm excited about, about sharing with my students and, and kind of watching them, you know, watching those light bulbs go off for them where they feel likewise empowered to make their own innovative choices as teachers that are informed, not just by like creativity, but also logic and yeah. science and, and what it is that we know now about human. Movement. One of the, one of the biggest takeaways that I got from you, and, and I think I've shared this with you before is like, <clears throat> why am I teaching the thing that I'm teaching in the way that I'm teaching it? You know, like, why am I teaching warrior two? And it's to, uh, why are you what, teaching warrior two? I, I don't know. You know, everyone else is doing it. So I, <laughs> I saw it done in a video, so groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> warrior two in yoga, groundbreaking. <laughs> um, no, but like really getting me uh, um, to really inquire deeper, like mm-hmm. to, to like uh, um, uh, critical thinking. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, I don't know why it's so hard for me to to, to say that, but to, to to really get me to think like, okay, am I teaching warrior two to get people just in a warrior two, or is there a lesson in the hamstring in warrior two, or is there a lesson in the footing of warrior two, or is there a lesson in one of the simple muscle actions in warrior two, that's going to foreshadow something else or get me ready for something else, or that you want to just strengthen something because in my day-to-day life, you know, that I'm a runner and that's eventually going to help my running out. Or, you know, when I'm 50 and I want my arms to be, or, or 60 or 70 or 80 or whatever it is. And I want my arms to be still moving. Am I strengthening to reach later on? And like, Mm-hmm. I never, ever, ever thought about why I teach the movements in that capacity. I always, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm a pinnacle pose teacher or whatever, uh, you know, a, a, a peak pose teacher is, is what they call it for the most of it. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I was getting rid of the body to do the thing, but then I didn't think beyond that thing until really this last year. And mm-hmm. it's it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, I used to be very intricate in the way that I taught flows and now they've gotten not only simpler, but there's more teaching in the individual poses. Mm -hmm. It's been really cool to, uh, to also, you know, not only see that part, but like, I mean, I want to talk to you about your skills and drill stuff because that stuff is just mind blowing. Like how, uh, obviously you just said, because you, you started to inquire a lot more about what you were teaching and, and that's been your, your, your mind frame. But like, how did you then decide to turn it into this thing that you created? You created the skills and drill things so beautifully. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, to go back to what you were, what you were saying before, I, I do think that there is. You know, for someone that's coming to a yoga class to learn yoga, there is, a, 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 I guess, a responsibility of the yoga teacher to give them a basic framework of, you know, what, what is yoga? How, how do I embody and inhabit these postures? What are the poses? What are the names of the poses? Like there's a kind of a basic framework of, of understanding and language, both kind of physically and mentally that, that needs to be established before we can start to play with all those variables. Sure. Um, the, the way we, we talk about it a lot at, at, at Maze Method is like, we, you need to learn technique and theory, like you need to learn how to play scales before you start to improvise and play jazz. And, right. you know, whether you understand the larger context behind the theory, and you understand kind of, it's like going to school and learning math, like you, you may, in high school, I didn't necessarily understand that math was like the language of the universe to really brought it alive. It was it was, you know, it was academics, it was something that I needed to learn. Um, to progress to the next level. Mm-hmm. So in the same way, like whether or not you understand the larger context of something like Virabhadrasana 2 and, you know, how it applies to the movements that you're going to perform off your mat or how it's a, a, this symphony of different joint positions and muscle contractions and um, 
and 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 load profile in your body like whether or not that's something that that you are looking at learning the skill is 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 still going to be useful to set you up for success in your yoga practice so mm-hmm. i do think there's kind of the martial art of yoga of like let's learn the let, let's learn these postures and and uh, kind of increase our repertoire of, of pose knowledge but at a certain point i think it becomes important to remember that you know mentally we might be organizing poses in in a certain framework or identifying things as yoga yoga asana versus you know other dif- different types of movement dance pilates you know whatever it is but the more that i've learned over the years about biomechanics which really is a study of how our, our cells interpret and translate force um our cells don't know the difference our bodies don't know the difference between what we're doing on a yoga mat versus what we're doing every other, you know, in every other area of our life, our cells are just responding to the forces that are present. So when we start to look at, you know, the yoga poses under the, through the lens of like what our cells are interpreting and, and then, you know, zoom in or zoom out to a potential goal of the yoga practices, which is to become more, at least for me, more embodied, not less embodied, but more embodied and aware at the level of my cells, then, you know, the, the, the framework opens up in a large way where you realize the poses themselves aren't magic. You know, it's the opportunity that the poses provide for us to dive deeper into ourselves. That, that is where I think the true, the real practice occurs. So to segue into your next question, skills and drills for me, is just a way of, of saying, you know, the yoga practice is very diverse in, in the, in terms of the movements that it introduces and that it, that it provides. Um, but there are some areas where it's it's lacking. And, you know, if the poses kind of represent these doorways that we can walk walk through in, in this whole kind of universe, you know, say Warrior Two asks for our legs to to move into abduction. So we walk through the mm-hmm. door with Warrior Two and there's a whole there's a whole world of different, let's say, abduction drills to to strengthen and and create greater aptitude around within that range of motion. That we might kind of all zip file up into the the you know the file warrior two, but but once you're through that door, there's there's so much more that you can do there. All of it will contribute to and enhance your practice of warrior two, but it doesn't. The conversation doesn't start. It doesn't end there. So skills mm-hmm. and drills is is a way for me to say like let's call the skill warrior two, and let's call the drill anything that kind of contributes to warrior two. But but really the the. I'm a bit more interested in the drills often than I am in the skills because the skill kind of just gives you a, uh, a starting point or a reference point, um, to explore deeper. I also feel like the skills like once it's like a party trick, it's just one thing that you learn to do the one thing rather than the drill. You can find that activation in many other things. Yeah. I mean, and it's still, I mean, a skill is a skill, you know, whether it's a, whether it looks fancy, whether it's, you know, in that it does require, uh, uh, the coordination of many different parts. It's kind of like playing jazz. Like the skills might be understanding music theory and where to place your hands and under, you know, knowing how to, um, understanding how the, 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 the chords and scales all fit together. And then the party trick or the entertainment is, is playing jazz. But, mm-hmm. but, uh, but that still is a, a, a useful skill, you know, being able to combine the parts and synth- synthesize the individual parts into the whole is uh not just not just a trick or a skill but it's 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 useful it's life i mean life is made up of many individual moments or drills or opportunities to refine our attention but 
how, how we kind of understand or recognize <clears throat> the way it all kind of contributes uh, into into the the sum total of things is is also useful. So I think there's there's room for both. How have you seen your own practice grow? One because of this stuff, but also your students. Um. Well, my, in terms of my own practice, I think my practice now looks very different than it it used to look. I mean, I I initially started out as a vinyasa teacher and and started out practicing power yoga. So that was kind of my only uh, reference point for what a yoga practice could look like. Um, and I think that, that that training was really useful for me in that it taught me sort of how to access flow state through parasympathetic breathing or ujjayi, breath-based movement. It, it kind of, it, it taught me a fluidity and a grace in the way that I, I did move and, and synthesized all those pieces together. I mean, vinyasa really is a, a skill in and of its own. Um, and it, it taught me how to kind of increase and enhance my neuromuscular awareness so that I could place my attention in, in my body and, and, you know, activate certain things and, and, and feel the way that I was relating to the earth and pressing into the ground and, and, you know, uh, uh, moving, <laughs> moving through space. So like all, all of that was never, was, wasn't training that I had before. It, it enhanced my proprioceptive skills. Um, but I think I've taken all those skills out of the vinyasa practice and now I incorporate them into a lot of different areas of movement. I go to the gym sometimes. I, I do a lot of body weight training at home. I might just really dive into a particular uh, body region and and work on cultivating you know greater aptitude and greater awareness there and to me all that feels like yoga still because of the initial training that I had around the vinyasa practice does that, does that make sense yeah do, do you ever get any like kickback from people like oh that's not yoga that's not yoga I always hear like a lot of those <laughs> stuff some of the stuff that I do with like like blankets and whatnot people are like that's not that's not yoga I'm like what okay what is yoga <laughs> yeah I mean sh- sure I remember I was I was teaching a class um, not too long ago. And I had, I'm also, um, I love to work with the myofascial release tools. Um, I'm, I, I work with rad roller quite a bit and, uh, I had a class where I had, you know, every, basically all the props were out and it was, you know, a blanket, <laughs> and two it, blocks. So, so people, yeah. So people don't know when Rocky says props, he means like, you've got a broomstick, oh, yeah, you've everything. Got 80 blankets, <laughs> two folding chairs, a kitchen table, a cat just for mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Just yeah. for fun. Like yeah. a cereal bowl, uh, <laughs> like a mirror, <laughs> hairbrush. And, yeah, totally. And a nail. Yeah. Don't a bag of loose change, like whatever we can find. Um, <laughs> and, an amethyst yeah. um because <laughs> you want to keep your chakras clear <laughs> please yeah because yeah. all those props could really muddle muddy things up no but someone <laughs> someone came in the, someone came in the room and and was like um you know we had like also the the all the rad equipment out she's like is this a regular yoga class <laughs> and i was like uh, welcome to class like i don't know <laughs> um but yeah i mean honestly I, I don't know because it, it it like if you are someone that has a background in iyengar yoga for example, and you walk into a room and there's a whole bunch of props, you know, that might feel like kind of a regular yoga class and that like Iyengar yoga is, it's, it's common to use lots of props to amend the poses. If you're someone that has an Ashtanga practice and you come into the room and, you know, there's all the, all the things lying out, it's going to feel like probably not regular yoga. So whatever is quote unquote, like the joke that I make is like, 
you know, now we're going to do regular yoga. Now we're going to do irregular yoga. But <laughs> that's all relative to what your starting point is. So for me, like I said, my first exposure to yoga was the vinyasa practice. And I didn't have a, a larger framework to understand kind of where that fit in the, you know, in the different styles of practice or the, the you know, uh, the, the lineage of yoga. Um, and so when I took my first class with a teacher that was more alignment based and there wasn't music playing and there wasn't sun salutations happening and it was, you know, come over and come watch me demonstrate warrior two, I was like, this isn't yoga <laughs> because right, it was right. so different than what I was, uh, what I was accustomed to. But, you know, ultimately that, that helped me expand my, my framework for what yoga was. And that, mm -hmm. that framework has continued to expand um, to the point that, you know, I'm aware that what I what I teach for sure in my mind is yoga, um, as as I define it. Uh, but I know that for other people, it, it may or may not be. So I always just ask like when people come to my class, like you know, come with an open mind and 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 permission permission to get a little weird. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's 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 not just being weird or irregular for the sake of it. It's it's. It really everything that I that I strive to teach is to both benefit your yoga practice um, and also to complement your yoga practice so that you know you 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 are able to be a well well versed and well rounded in your in your movements um, and 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 not grow uh, tired or strained from kind of doing the same thing in the same way every day. A lot, of, a lot you, of times we, we exchange, you know, like the, the, the practices of yoga become so familiar that it really becomes just sort of maintenance for the sake of, you know, maintaining the, the, the practice as it is instead of kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit and learning new I, skills. That's fine. I was just going to ask, I was going to ask you, like, how do you push people's boundaries? Like when they let's, let's, you know, like, I mean, I, I obviously I know how you did it for me when I was in your training, but which is awesome. But how do you then do the same for like other students? One, like I, 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 so many questions. Well, what how do I you, ask you actually? How 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 did I push your boundaries? <laughs> because where do I start? Okay. Because I, <laughs> I don't. That's I don't. I don't walk <laughs> into a room thinking how can I push people's boundaries. Like it's never my sure. intention to do things that are, you know, uh, I'm never trying to like create a really hard class or push people outside of their comfort zone. Like that's not my objective. But I know that you know, based on who the individual is, that, that very well may happen. And then I have to be aware of that. I, I think the biggest thing is really, you know, it's going back to what I said earlier, the way that you really pushed my boundaries is you made me think, you made me critically think about the things that I was doing. And you made me question why I was doing the things that I was doing. And not that I hadn't done that before, you know, like when I put together a yoga class or whatever, but like you made it go further for me. Like you, you, you made me think about the thing, which I'd done. And then you made me think about that thing even further. And then you made me even explore the different options in that thought. If that makes any sense, I know this mm -hmm. sounds kind of confusing, but you made me think about, you know, you know, like I know why I was teaching, let's, I don't know, just warrior to it or reverse warrior, right? Like I thought about that, you know, like, okay, that, that goes together. Cool. Like you know, actions and whatever. And then you made me think about, okay, but, but why that warrior too in that specific way? Mm -hmm. And then in that specific way, why are you getting that specific? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. You made me, you made yeah. me, un, you made me open up the zip file. Yeah. You made me, you made me pull it out and then pull out the other file and then really start to, and then you can go down that rabbit hole as far as you want, but I'd never really gone that far before. And I, I'd never actually been asked to go that far before. No one had ever pushed me to go that far before. Sure. And, 
you know, do you remember the discussion that we had at the end of training where we we're like, what is, you know, what is the training and what is this method? And, da, 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 da. and for me, it was like how to become a critical thinker in what I teach. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, and that in itself opened up so many doors. And really, I mean, it's transformed not only the way I teach public classes, but it's transformed the way that I teach people how to teach yoga. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. transformed the way that I teach my privates, the way that I inform my corporates, like all the information that I had stored and the way that I organized it is now completely different because of that critical thinking. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's great. Well, I, I think that, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of really reductive questions that are are brought to the table often uh, in in the name of yoga like what's what's the best way to do this pose or what's the right way or what's you know what's the unsafe or the safe way of doing this thing or that thing and i think there's it's important to to you know be responsible and keep our students safe and do things in the in the way that's the most sustainable um but i think the impl- the 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 those questions sort of imply that if I find the right way to do it and I do it that way forever, then the 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 benefits will continue to be unlocked and unlocked and unleashed for me. Where I'm of the belief that if you only ever do something in one way, that way will inevitably become like not necessarily the wrong way, but but these sort of repetitive stress injuries or different issues that people uh, acquire with poses is I think from trying to figure out the way of doing it, where I'm more interested in asking the question, well, what happens if we do it this way? What happens if we do it this way? What happens if we do it this way? And if we can make each of those ways that we're doing it a conscious choice that we can support and sustain, then we're not limited by just doing things in one way. We have the freedom of, of, increased choice of how how we move um and and how we explore so the what i hear you saying is that what i encouraged throughout the training is to continue to inquire as to what what it is you're actually doing and why you're doing it that way not for the purpose of figuring out if it's the right way but to understand what way what what it is that's actually happening when i choose this option Um, which to me is is kind of a never ending question because there's 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 not a neat and tidy answer. I mean, we depends if we're talking about joints, if we're talking about muscles, if we're talking about what's actually happening in our body. That's you know we can kind of dive down that rabbit hole. Um, but it's it's you know I'm <laughs> something that's occurred to me kind of recently is like not to go down a completely new route, but I'm a, a mixed race person my mom's white, my dad's black. And my whole life, you know, I've, I've had some variation of the question, like, do you feel more white or do you feel more black? <laughs> and, and, you know, the answer of course is like, neither. I, I don't feel, I don't feel white or I don't feel black. I'm, I'm both. Um, but then depending on where I am and who I'm with, sometimes I might feel more, you know, white, sometimes I might feel more black depending on the context. Um, like when I'm with you, Danny, I feel very, very black because by comparison, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> that totally makes sense. <laughs> um, uh, so, so I think I, like built into my DNA and, and all of ours to a certain extent, but but built into my DNA and the way that I see the world, um, it it always feels a little bit. Uh, well, it, it always feels more genuine and authentic to recognize that that. Everything is kind of both. Everything paradox is is everywhere, 
And there isn't the one right way to do anything, but there's there's kind of the the never ending spiral of questions that we can ask that that um, that can further lead to more nuanced understanding of of who we are, what we're doing, and and yeah. and why. So you guys, well, I mean, what that training did for me, like you know, well, I, that all makes sense. At 100%. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You feel blacker when you're around me. That's it. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the title of the podcast. <laughs> you're doing yoga wrong and, and Rocky's black compared to. <laughs> oh, God. So good. Uh, and then the follow up episode is <laughs> Rocky pushing Danny's boundaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just an, it's an hour of me crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really just like destroying it for all, for me. Yeah. Ugly crying. Um, <laughs> the one thing that you really you know like uh uh, i've never really known that i have this own style of yoga that i teach i guess you know like i didn't really realize i had my own thing or my own signature whatever you it is that you call it you know and and really you helped me discover that i have my own thing and that the way that i teach and the way that i systemize or you know put things into systems in my classes and the way that i sequence or whatever is like it's like this vinyasa rebel. I do the vinyasa thing, but then I just break stuff down when I feel it's appropriate in a certain way. And it's actually really, really cool to now feel empowered to know that I have that, you know, to know that I, I didn't, you know what you did? I I got it. What did I do? You gave me the language to put it together. Mm. Does that make sense? Like I didn't know what I was doing before (laughs) until you, you helped me inquire, right? You helped me go deeper into why I was doing those things. Mm. And then that in itself revealed like, Oh, by the way, this is what you're doing. Yeah. I was making, I was making a decision beforehand, unin- uninformed, knowing that some system had been, it's, uh, it had the system had a name, right. Or the thing that, you know, the actions and stuff had names and mm-hmm. stuff. And when I put it together, I discovered, Oh wow, I'm doing my own thing. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, shout out to, to Noah Maze, who's been, who's been a friend and mentor to me for some time. And, and you know who I'm. I'm now fortunate to to call a, a colleague of mine when we when we teach these trainings together. But you know every, we're both Virgos, and uh, I think like it's it's sort of it's really stimulating and and oddly soothing for us to be able to create greater systems of organization around what we're doing. Um, mm-hmm. as teachers and, and it's not uncommon that we get folks that come to our training that, that sort of have their, and, and this isn't necessarily what I hear you saying, but they sort of have their shtick or their thing as a teacher, um, where mm-hmm. it's like, like it, instead of being able to identify what, what it is you do in your class, it might just be, well, this is the Danny Pomplin experience. <laughs> and it, and it usually has, there's, there's, you know, whatever the features of that, of that class is, um, and a lot of times, I you know for me, the kind of Rocky Heron experience, you know, for some time, it wasn't a matter of me making conscious choices to do this and not that. It was just sort of the the result of what I had kind of sort of been gradually doing and building over the course of, of you know, several years in the early years of my teaching, um, where then, you know, you, you come to teacher training and you say like, well, this is what my class is. This is how I teach. This is how I teach this pose. This is how I sequence. And we say, okay, well, why do you do it that way? And, and let's, as an exercise, let's try doing it the opposite way. And it can mm-hmm. be like, wait a second, but that's not how I do it. We say, well, the way you're doing it is great. It's working apparently, but let's now try it this way. And so, you know, we're inclined to say like, 
if if you're going to pay all this money to come to a teacher training, and then when you're just going to, you know, we're just going to encourage you to do, keep doing things the way you're doing things, then what's the point? Let's assume that you're already really good at doing that. And let's ask you to, you know, I used to make fun of <laughs> or joke because our, our teacher training used to be called, um, you know, teach outside the box. And right. we, we facilitated that by sort of asking you to teach within very specific boxes, <laughs> you know, like right, if right. we're, if we're in vinyasa module, it's like, let's, let's see if you can, if you can teach everything breath-based, not to say that's how you're supposed to teach, but as a drill, if we're not in vinyasa module, more in like say, quote unquote, alignment-based teaching, can you teach a class with no sun salutations? Right. Um, and and that was so hard for me, by the way. Remember, I was <laughs> yeah. like, I had, so, have, you know, we, we, I had to have a talk with you on the side. I was like, I hate this. This is, I'm not doing that. I'm just, I picked the wrong training. This is not for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I can't face my dog and chaturanga, my, yeah. It's like, it, but, but the, 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 the messaging there is not that that's better or worse, or, but we want to sharpen all these skills so that you can look at all the, all the, you know, by the end of a training, you can, you can sit back and say, wow, I have all these different skills now, these different tools in my toolkit. Now I can, I can isolate over here, like what, what the Danny Pompin experience used to be no longer is my whole universe. It's, it's, it's these choices over here packaged together. And I can, I can Mm -hmm. push that button and and offer that, or I can Mm -hmm. also go over here now and push a different button and offer that. So you know, I hope that makes sense. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. a visual person. So I'm look, I'm looking at a switchboard of buttons <laughs> with all these different styles of classes. Um, right. but you know, then what, what the through line is, at least for me, like my teaching style has changed so much over the years, but even when my, my students come and take my class who used to take my class years ago, they say like, it still feels like your class because it's still you. And you know, what the Rocky Heron experience is, you know, is no longer, it's a, you know, a vinyasa based class set to this type of music, you know, that starts here and ends here. The Rocky Heron experience is me teaching a class and bringing to the table the things that interest me genuinely uh, that day, um, whether it's, you know, a more vinyasa style class or skills and drill style class or more like kind of postural work. Um, or even if it's not an asana practice, if it's more pranayama meditation. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, by asking those types of questions and by kind of scrutinizing a little bit the choices that you do make as a teacher, hopefully it can it can empower you further to 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 recognize that what you're doing is a choice and you have it's not just the only way that you can do it. What's the coolest thing about like the end of a teacher training for you? Like what do you, when you see like people like in their minds like what do you yeah, like how do you I don't know, for me I guess I just like I would look back and be like, well, yeah, mine's, ex- <laughs> mine's exploded. Perfect. Job well done. <laughs> <laughs> mine's blown. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all, I, I'm, I'm motivated always to, to, to reference the Bhagavad Gita, which says that yoga is skillfulness in action. <laughs> to, show, to show someone the truth of the, the universe and scare the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that what it says? <laughs> I Something like that. <laughs> um, I, you know, I think I, I would probably resonate if you ask me today, I'd probably resonate most with that as a description of what yoga is to me. It's, it's to be mm-hmm. skillfully, sweetly, presently engaged in whatever it is that I'm doing. Sometimes that's strengthening my glutes. Sometimes that's brushing my teeth. Sometimes that's making love. Sometimes that's having a conversation with you on a podcast. Like I endeavor to be skillful in, in, in the areas of, in, you know, I don't want to say in all areas of my life, but for the most part, I, I endeavor to, to be skillful. And so when, 
when that area of my life is teaching a teacher training, then I I want to I want to be skillful in that. I I want to assist you know my my students, my teacher trainees in in meeting their goals. Um, I want them to leave the training feeling empowered and excited and kind of re re um, invigorated around mm. the prospect of, of what it is that they're doing. And I think you know yoga teachers, the potential is is so huge for us to facilitate um, not just well-being but uh, but empowerment to to our students. Um, you know, we live in a time where where luxury uh, has kind of replaced the necessity for us to move our bodies, you know, in the sense like we, we continue to outsource our, our movements to different apps, <laughs> you know, mm. and, and as we do that, we become more and more sedentary. And as, as movement teachers, we can help people in, in rehabilitating not just their movement, but also awakening different parts of their mind and, and their spirit. And uh, I, I think that's really exciting. And I think that the more we understand what it is we're doing and why, the more that empowers us to make more innovative choices as teachers uh, to step outside the box a little bit of, of just kind of teaching the same thing in the same way every day, but, but you know, to really get curious and playful and, and, um, and involved um, in, in the process of what it is that we do. So when I see my, my students leave a training feeling that zest again for their teaching, um, mm -hmm. that to me is, is really satisfying. It means that I've done, I've done my job well. Um, and you know, I, I'm sure that the same is true for, for most teachers when we're sitting alone at home in a room by ourselves, which I'm doing often, um, uh, crying in the corner. No, guys, we just sit by ourselves. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, these, these, what I've learned and what I under what I what I have integrated into um, my practice and my understanding is it's it's well integrated into my body and into my you know into my movements. It's uh, the the yoga is in me. Um, yeah, I mean totally. So it doesn't really what makes it exciting is sharing it with other people. You know, I, it doesn't matter how much I understand about you know biomechanics or or you know warrior too, unless I can make, make that come alive. And so watching it come alive for other people and, and seeing their questions get, get stoked and stimulated and, and hopefully, you know, answered or deepened that whole process is really rich for me. I, I, I continue to teach because I love to learn and um, being able to engage in that process with other curious people like yourself makes, you know, just makes it all come alive for me again. So I, I appreciate you for being, I mean, if you ever, if anybody out there ever has the, the good fortune of being in a teacher training with Danny, whether as a teacher or a student, um, it's, it's such a gift because you are, you're someone who's so, you know, as experienced as you are and as, as, uh, as, what's, what am I trying to say? As, as much as you are looked up to as, as a teacher and a mentor and a contributor to, to all of this, um, when you're in the role of student, you are so engaged and so alive and so alert. And you really take um, 
such responsibility for your your learning process, just the way you kind of organize your notes and ask questions and participate and like share your confusions when that comes up. And all of that is really exciting. And all of that, you know, that whole process, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a thrill to get to, to be a part of. So thank you for, for sharing you. so much of yourself in the process of learning. I mean, I, we're going to have what I like to call love fest, but you know, like I, I, I wouldn't be that engaged if you and Noah and, you know, and even Peach weren't there delivering such amazing information. Like the way that you guys facilitated and the way that you created space to ask questions and to inquire and to go deeper and let us fall down these rabbit holes. Like that was the coolest part of all this. Like it wasn't just like, eh, this is the way we do the thing. And this is why we do the thing. Mm -hmm. It's, it was, there was so much more than I, I, again, you know, and I've said this before, I think I, I did a video on it, but like, I've never been in a learning environment like that where I've had that much permission to grow and play. Cool. So thank you, of Rocky. Of course. Yeah. Well, no, thank you. No, thank me. Thank me. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, no, thank you. I think, no, you. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thanking me. Thank you for thanking me. Thank you. Thank me. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for saying that. <laughs> I didn't want to like, hmm? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's just like the, 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 much like the rabbit holes, the bits never end and we don't need no. to subject your listeners no, to no. <laughs> Never I, I do need to subject them though to my love for you because I really do just you know I, I'm so glad to call you mentor and teacher and more importantly like friend and it's just it's been such a great opportunity to learn from you and and to grow from you and 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 know everyone you know everyone on the team has just been so awesome and I'm so excited to grow and you know I'm doing my my now I'm doing my like official official certification with you guys like I'm in I love it <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like 100% and you can't get rid of me. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Well, okay. We'll make it work. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I likewise, Danny, I, I, and I appreciate, I'm, I'm trying to like, even remember when I first met you and like how our relationship has evolved. Cause it, it does feel like you, you, you check all those boxes as well as like someone that I also learned from. I'm incredibly inspired by you know, what it is you're doing with your business and with your life and with your teaching. Like I have so much to learn from you. Um, and you know, without, without getting into too much personal stuff, like you've also been a tremendous friend to me this, this last year, which has been, you know, a whopper of a year for me. I think, you know, and I, I, I say that in that, like, I'm pretty sure our relationship started out as friends and then kind of ventured into a more teacher student and student teacher, um, right. relationship. So it's it's not it's not often that I I can navigate all of those different um, all those different dynamics with one person, um, and I I appreciate that we can we can have such a com a, a, a complex not that it's complex but such a diverse and uh, dynamic relationship with each other. So thank you for being you, and thank you for Aww. you know thanks for continuing to want to hang out and play and 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 learn together. Do you love it? I'm paying to hang out with you. It's great. <laughs> I no, I really love that. <laughs> that's that's like ideal. <laughs> oh, Rocky, thanks again for coming on the show today. I really, I just I adore you. I love you and and thank you for Oh, we've been growing. recording this whole thing? <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> I thought this was all just the like the warm-up. <laughs> yeah, that's totally, totally we're subjecting them to three hours of us. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> 
Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> yeah, right. Until uh, the next uh, Yogi Misfit session, this is Danny and Rocky saying peace out. Peace out, y'all. Thanks, Danny. Peace.